Welcome to the magical world of fitness witchcraft. I'm your host, Emily Flood, and I created fitness witchcraft specifically to help witches and spiritual women to become mentally and physically healthy after trauma. On this podcast, you can expect to hear things from fitness and nutrition to deity work, channeling, quantum healing, spells, collapsing the timelines, and more because you get to become the person who combines their magic with every single aspect of your life. Who guys, we have been struggling with some feelings of burnout over here. <laughs> it's like I've been on a little roller coaster every single week. Like I go from like Monday, oh my gosh, I love my life and my business so much. And then what do I do? I work until 10 p.m. every night. And then I go to bed feeling grumpy because I don't have any time for me. And by Wednesday mornings, I have been waking up drained. And I've also been working on the weekends too. And saying this, I don't know, I, I feel both a mixture of like pride for being like such a hard worker in my business and for my clients, but I also feel a little bit of shame for it, right? Because I am a not just a fitness coach, but a mindset coach as well. And I know that rest is very important for me. So what kind of example am I setting for my clients when I'm working all weekend? What kind of example am I setting when I'm working until 10 p.m.? Because exactly what I tell them every week is how important it is to rest, how important it is to have some downtime before bed. It makes me feel like a hypocrite, right? And my clients have been struggling with this too. Two weeks ago, um, we had a mindset call um, out for my fitness clients on ways to cope with work stress. And then I promptly hit total burnout a few days later after having that call. And I had this realization of, shit, I did not go over the importance of rest with them, right? We talked about coping techniques for when you're at work, grounding techniques, et cetera, what to do after work, et cetera, but not the importance of stopping working, right? And here's the thing, guys, I can talk about rest, play, and creativity in this podcast and in my business and in my life all I want, right? But if I'm only allowing myself to play and be creative in the context of my business, like creating creative podcasts, creating creative posts and blogs and reels and TikToks, creating my Harry Potter themed fall fitness challenge, which starts October 10th. Guys, that has been so ridiculously fun to create. It doesn't really count as rest, does it? Because I'm still working, even if I'm being creative for my work. And so why is rest important? Well, let's go back to, you know, the divine masculine and feminine energies that I've kind of brought up in this podcast a couple times. So everyone has both of these energies. You could break it up into left brain, right brain. You could also call it yin and yang energy. I know it as divine masculine and divine feminine energy. So we have the divine masculine energy, which is left brain, which is all about taking action, control, logic, science, facts, doing, right? So very logical, very masculine, very um, how this world works, essentially, right? Very patriarchal, okay? And then there's the divine feminine, which is right brain, which is all about rest, play, your intuition, creativity, feeling, and receiving, and so I've been adding more play and intuition into my life through the magic that I add to my daily life, like with my little cleaning spells, by taking little dance breaks throughout my day, by adding in breath work here and there. 
through adding in tarot, etc., to help me tap into my intuition. And then when you rest, though, you show up better. When you rest, you are able to get things done faster because you're coming from a place of rested energy, right? And this is kind of what I discussed in the last episode, time magic. You get more efficient when you are coming from a place of restedness. You have more creativity. You have more passion for the things that you are doing when you've rested. And so logically, I know that rest is important. So logically, you know that rest is important for you too. Am I good at resting though? No. Are my clients good at resting though? No. (laughs) So I've had to dig into that. Because if you don't feel safe resting, there is an underlying reason. I talk about this in the shadow work episode, which is one of the first episodes I did. So that was before I even was aware that I had an issue with resting because I was still in that abusive relationship. And gaining clarity around why we don't feel safe to rest, why we don't feel comfortable doing certain things, or why we feel triggered allows us to accept our behaviors and accept our beliefs, right? Because when we're able to justify them, we're able to accept them instead of feeling shame or guilt around them. This is the same thing with sabotaging behaviors, right? Because Not allowing myself to rest is basically a sabotaging behavior because then by the end of the week, I'm hitting burnout. And I have felt a lot of shame around not being able to rest because it makes me feel like a bad coach. But when I've dug into these multiple layers of why I don't feel safe to rest, I'm able to see how my beliefs, even if we want to call them limiting beliefs, have kept me safe. So the first layer is, of course, like the most basic, the most like obvious one for me is that I don't feel safe to rest because of the emotional abuse that I've experienced over the years, especially in the narcissistic abusive relationship I was just in. The whole narcissistic tactic is to keep you on your toes. That whole walking on eggshells thing. You stay in a constant state of fight or flight and you never fully relax. Your nervous system never fully relaxes. And if I was resting, It was leaving an opportunity for something bad to happen in the relationship. He didn't even like when I read books because then I wasn't paying attention to him. So I would work. I'd work on the weekends. I'd clean his kitchen or I would go hide to read a book. But even that wouldn't feel safe. I just had this gnawing anxiety and I didn't know where it came from. So my belief that I needed to work hard and work constantly kept me feeling safe. And it did keep me safe from some additional abuse. So I can feel grateful for this belief and I can see the logic in that belief. And of course, you know, I've been going to therapy with a therapist who specializes in abuse, by the way, I would highly recommend it, but has going to therapy helped me feel safe to rest? No, (laughs) I still sit at home with anxiety while trying to read a fiction novel. It's awful, guys. But I am committed to creating a better life for myself. I am committed to setting a better example for my clients who all seem headed straight for burnout too right now. And I'm committed to leveling up continuously, leveling up my mindset, leveling up my business, leveling up my coaching and mentoring abilities because my fitness clients, they're going to have better fitness results if I can help them keep from reaching burnout, both on their fitness journeys and in work, 
right? Because when they're able to find balance between work and play and their own priorities, their fitness journey is going to be a lot more sustainable. And that growth, that change, it starts with me. I have to set the example. I have to grow first. So back to resting, not feeling safe for me. I have started to create some witchy rituals around resting. I've been meditating lately after I shut my work down for the day. And I have been asking my guides and deities with assistance and helping me to feel safe to rest, asking for protection, asking for guidance with resting, etc. And regardless of what you believe, meditating itself calms me down. Meditating while asking for a higher power to help me with something that has been extremely difficult and triggering for me, it helps me even more. Because if I believe that there's a power out there helping me, if I believe there's a power out there protecting me, it helps me emotionally. It helps me tap into that intuition. It helps me tap into that right brain divine feminine of feeling 1% safer because of the beliefs that I have, right? And as I've been meditating, meditating allows me to observe my thought patterns, right? I found an even deeper reason this week. I use work as an excuse to isolate myself because if I have to work hard for my business, then I shouldn't be allowing myself to go out and rest and play and talk to friends because I have to be working hard all the time in order to grow my business. So there's this belief that I have to work hard, right? I have to work hard. I can't just let business be easy. But then this has come up extra for me this week as I have been actively getting out of my comfort zone to make friends in Austin, right? Because I want a better future for myself. I want to set myself up for success eventually when I start dating again. And I know that I can't allow myself to be isolated, that I need to have supportive friendships around me. But oh my gosh, guys, the triggers I have experienced, total catastrophizing in my brain, total spiraling. And when I explore those triggers and where they come from, specifically around friendships, it leads me back to how pretty much every friend group I was in from grade school through college flipped on me to become bullies, rejected me, or abandoned me. And I have almost always had those types of friendships where my friends insult me and belittle me, especially in groups of friends. And so since college, I have used work and bodybuilding, fitness, as excuses to not go out and seek friendships, as a way to keep myself safe. Because I don't see friends as safe, I see working as safe. Working is my excuse to not go out and find friendships. Working keeps me safe. And so now I've done a lot of mindset work in the last few years since I have had a group of friends. I've competed on the national bodybuilding stage. I published my cookbook. I was able to quit my job to become a full-time online fitness and mindset coach. I came out of the broomstick closet and have been embracing my true self, my true witchy self more and more and sharing my voice as an authority because I am an authority on mindset work. I am an authority on fitness. And so I value myself a whole lot more and I know that I am worth having positive friendships. I am worth having supportive friendships, but there is still this underlying fear that I can't have that, 
that people aren't safe and that I will continue to repeat those same patterns. And so when that comes to friends in real life today, even after doing all these years of mindset work, of seeing my own worth, of believing in myself, believing that I am worthy of having supportive friendships, it's like I'm going to a beach and being afraid to swim because I believe sharks are in the water, right? And this is how I view people in real life, but for good reason, right? Logically, I know that has been my pattern my whole life. So logically, I can see how this belief of not resting has kept me safe. But that fin popping above the water in the ocean could just as easily be a dolphin fin. But especially since I have more knowledge around abuse now, it's like everyone I meet these days, it's like I'm watching the water around them to see if their tails are going side to side like a shark or if they're going up and down like a dolphin. But I am watching for sharks. I am watching and listening and observing people's behavior to see if they are sharks. So now I know my fear of resting, it stems from not feeling safe in friendships. It stems from not feeling safe to make friendships. So for me to overcome this fear of resting, this fear of not feeling safe while resting, I have to start believing in dolphin fins. I really have to attach to the belief that friendships will help me fill my cup back up instead of emptying it as they've done in the past. I have to attach to the belief that by allowing myself to grow and trust people again, that my business will grow. And because stepping into a new version of you, a new level of you, whether that's in fitness or business, life, whatever, it requires you to grow from the inside first. Because like, guys, no one would have trusted me to be an online fitness coach if I hadn't been showing up with confidence and authority on social media for years, essentially, sharing my knowledge on health, fitness, nutrition, mindset, etc. But I did the work there years ago of building my confidence there. And it paid off. It helped me to grow my business and quit my you know, teaching job. So my next level requires me to learn how to feel safe with resting, safe with play and creativity for no reason at all, except just to play and be creative. So I invite you to think, what resistance do you have around resting? What resistance do you have around play and creativity, around your intuition? And where is that coming from? What's the deeper reason? What's the reason for that trigger of why you might not feel safe? Why you don't think it's logical to rest? And what happens when you turn off all distractions and sit with yourself, meditating or not? What thought patterns come up for you? So why don't you feel safe to rest? And how can you start to shift those beliefs? Because I just shared, right? I am shifting this belief of friendships not feeling safe, of not feeling safe to rest, to shifting to the belief that friendships will help me fill my cup back up so that I can work more efficiently after resting, after experiencing rest and play with new friends. 
I have to attach to that new belief that allowing myself to grow and trust people again will help me to grow my business. So I'm reattaching that belief of safety to safety in growing my business through allowing myself to feel safe around in real life friendships, right? So what belief can you shift here? And how can you shift those beliefs? I will probably be going to find some spells on creating safety, some protection spells so that I feel safe because again, tapping into that right brain, your creativity, your intuition, et cetera, and tapping into belief does help you to shift your mindset. This is spicy psychology here, guys. We're just bringing in magic. Okay. And I'll continue to combine it with journaling, meditating, therapy, and resting even when it does not feel safe to me yet. Because I am committed to becoming a little closer to my higher self, a little closer to my dream life, a life where I have abundance. Abundance not just in my business, but abundance in friendships too. Because that is what I want deep down. So I have to get over this fear of people, over this fear of not feeling safe to rest. And I have to grow We have to grow from the inside first. When you shift your beliefs in who you are, when you shift your beliefs and your limiting beliefs that you have, it becomes so much easier to reach your goals, right? As I talk in the shadow work episode, this might be the same thing as like not feeling safe to lose weight, not feeling safe to go to the gym. When you can dig into those reasons why first, then your fitness journey will be so much easier. Oh, by the way, I am launching a Halloween fitness challenge. It is called the You're a Macro Wizard Challenge. It starts October 10th. Early bird pricing ends October 3rd. So you guys have a few more days to do that. It is a six-week challenge starting October 10th. And you will get home and gym workouts. And each and every week, we have a different theme. So week one is all about macro magic, how you can use macronutrients to create fulfilling and satiating meals for yourself while reaching your goals. Week two is the forbidden forest of fear foods, building an impervious mindset and how to expelliarmus, uh, limiting beliefs. We've got a whole immersive Harry Potter theme for you guys here. And we will also be having a virtual scavenger hunt between two teams to build up some camaraderie as well. So I will drop the link in the show notes below if you are interested in signing up for this challenge. But all right, guys. Get out there, do some strong girl shit, lift some weights, and remember how powerful and how magical you really are. You can change your life. You can change your reality. All right, guys. See y'all next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Witchy Wellness with M. I'm on a mission to change the game with health and fitness coaching through adding in all of this mindset work you hear on the podcast. So if you love the show, please help me out by leaving a review. Remember, mindset alone won't get you to your goals, but when you combine it with action and strategy, you're limitless.